0: now on our show you are now
1: tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 98.
0: welcome back you're now tuned into the other side the other side of sports um your host Laws we got it look like it's me and Aaron Shaq and Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Stockton and Malone out here, uh, rocking out. Um, before we get into our our questions and stuff for the day, though, I got a confession. I Got a confession. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Shout out! Shout out to my barber, Javi uh, uh, Pino, for for looking out. You know what I'm saying? So always carving a brother up real nice. Um, but uh. Yeah, I let the barber do the Beijing dog today in the, the barber <laughs> I, <let her laughs> oh, yeah. I let her. I let her. I, I had to try out the fibers to see what the fibers was gonna do. You know what I'm saying? I got the full man too. For those who don't know, you don't know see, yeah. got a little full man a little bit oh, going on with yeah. the facial hair. So, you know, try to fill it in, see what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? I just really wanted to see what it looked like. So, he, you know, he had the spray and was like, let me hit you with this, let me hit you with the, the little spray joint, the little fiber joint, let's just see how it look. Oh, that's what I'm trying thing. to tell you. Different, though. Nah, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's not I'm the not market, though. Sure. He ain't put the. No, okay, yeah, he, okay, ain't, okay. he ain't, co- yeah, ain't coloring book thing, me, dog. <laughs> 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 nah, he ain't coloring book me, dog. He ain't coloring book right, me. That's right. You already know. But he, uh, but he hit the little fiber joint. It's like the little the little, like, you know how to, uh, what do you call it, a little snozzer jump? It's just, you just, like, little fiber, little fiber hair jumps. And then he just, just coughed his own up, dog. And, and yeah I'm telling you, I looked in the mirror, I could not tell the difference. Like, it looks so legitimate. Like, it looked real, dog. What? You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a little older, so I'm like, yo, <laughs> so they can cook me? So, so Babis can 450 bake me? I'm already the confess is enough. You got if you really want, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want to try it out and see. You know what I'm saying? I'ma watch the Joan off uh tonight. You know what I'm saying? But i am am first I'm gonna test it out. I'ma see if, if my wife can can tell that it's you know what I'm saying I had the alterations on the jump, then then we we know. But if she can't tell, I'm trying to tell you it's a new day, dog. If these youngins can can get the uh the exotic wig pieces and all like that, you know. what I'm saying, why can't we? Why can't we? So, you know, that's my confession. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I yeah, if if I run into you in the streets, you're not gonna be able to, see, you're not gonna be able to see it because I'm not gonna be rocking it out in the streets. You know, this is like a 24-hour trial period, jump you know, To see, see he's lying. He's lying. He's lying. Oh, my God. Well, uh, you know, every once in a while, you got to do something different, you know? Uh, so on to the questions for the day. So our question today it comes in. It, uh, it says, hello, my daughter recently got pregnant and decided to terminate the pregnancy about two weeks ago. Can't yeah, do it. She's 21, and we have respected her choice, although it was very hard for us. She has been with her boyfriend for about a year and we are meeting him for the first time soon as he is coming to stay with us for four days. We already let him know we want to discuss the matter with him because we are very concerned about how much he cares about her. He has cheated on her and given her an STD once before. Obviously, they do not have protected sex or a healthy relationship. Any advice on how to have a productive discussion and questions with this young man? Don't ask me a dumb question. You know the answer to.
1: Oh. So this is a a, a both parent household. Like, there's a dad in the house. I don't know, dog. I don't know. I can't see a way for a dad to have a conversation with a dude that's gotten your daughter pregnant, cheated on her, and gave her STD, though. It's it's no way.
0: Nah, bro. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's crazy. I wish D was on here, cause I know he would have a lot to say about that, though. Just being a parent, I can only imagine, I'm not a parent, you know, but I only imagine having that level of, like, uh, just distress. You know what I'm saying? You, you, your daughter is in a situation you don't necessarily think is best for her. And, you know, I, I mean, she she's gotten pregnant. She's gotten an abortion. Those things, like, stick with you. Like, those aren't things that just, you know, you do it and then you just brush it off the shoulders and keep it moving. I mean, that 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 can have lasting, you know, um, impact on, on someone who goes through that. I mean, I, I don't know, dog. I, I, I would say, you know, in a situation where, it, I don't know how it is for him, but it's like, if your daughter is gonna make the decision to be with this dude, or she's still like rocking with this dude, and you really don't have no control over that, I mean, as a parent, you know, as hard as this may sound, as crazy as this may sound, as far as like a solution, I mean, I think you will want to, like, not be ostracizing in how you're, like, dealing with him and not, you know what I'm saying, be off-putting. You know, I know that concern levels will be high dealing with this young man and stuff like that. But you probably need to, like, bring him close, bring him in. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy to say that, but, like, if they're going to step with your daughter, like, by you kirking out and being all harsh and, like, you know, making him feel like you don't want him around and you don't want him with your daughter. I mean, if your daughter has a rebellious spirit, it's only going to like exacerbate the, the whole situation. and It'll probably go next level. So, I, I mean, I, I probably would challenge you to take a different approach. Um, you definitely don't want to enable bad behaviors and stuff like that. But, you know, it's clear that you, you have a clear understanding of the reality of what their situation is. Uh, I mean That's right, you already know. I'm a I'm a firm believer and component of like love, conquering a lot of different things and you know, showing acceptance and 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 showing care, you know. Well you care for your daughter and part of caring for your daughter may be to care care for this dude too. You know what I'm saying? To show that you care about him if he's gonna be involved in your daughter's life, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your daughter, what kind of open communication lines you know, and what you've expressed up to this point. But that's not a tough, dog. That's a toughie. Yeah,
1: I'm not a parent, so everything I say is always in theory when it comes to stuff like this. But, I mean, like you said, you can't control who, I guess, your child dates. And a lot of times, especially with females, if you show, um, like, a disdain towards whoever she's dating, she might drift closer to the dude, you know what I mean, and kind of resent you. So yeah. it's not like you can tell her, oh, he did this, this, and this, so stop talking to him. So I just don't know what the middle ground is because anything else is enabling. You just got to hope you do a better job of raising your kids, I guess, in the beginning to avoid ending up in these kind of situations where she doesn't feel like she deserves better at such a young age. I want winners. Yeah, nah, man.
0: That's tough. That's
1: tough. Um,
0: I definitely agree. Uh, before we get into some sports uh, news, what, what are your thoughts on uh, guns in the schools? Like, they they talking about putting guns already in the guns hands in schools, of teachers. So but you think they should head put a head head... Guns now? Is that what they, they said? Want... Ah! They want teachers to have pistols and handguns and stuff like that. I think it's a complete fail, though.
1: how so real do you want my answer to be? Like, do you I want, want it to be? I... Nah, give me the
0: PG-13 version.
1: So police already get six months of training. They the baddest, bravest folks on the face of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And they still scared and petrified of black kids without weapons, right? So we talking about teachers. Oh man. 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 Why you doing that? Already kids are out of control and they can't control the classroom. Who already fear little black boys and just black kids in general. You see how they had the little girl that was in that classroom, what was it, last year? And that grown white police officer tossing her around out the desk like she's a grown man. Like they already look at our kids differently than they do their own kids. So you think it's a good idea to arm these people? To use that as another mechanism to try to control kids that they're in fear of, it's just going to end up in black that's kids getting shot. That's right. You already know disproportionately
0: okay. to white yeah. kids. And I, I think people don't really like realize like the dangers of bringing handguns into the schools, and, and as far as putting them in teachers' hands. You know,
1: And anybody's like, we seeing dog? videos with people play video games and watch TV and movies. Though it's hard to shoot something that's moving or shooting back at you. Dog, it's not like TV.
0: <laughs> nah, dog. Yeah, you right, and you call you asking a teacher to, to be Rambo or
1: uh... <laughs> writing paper, and then five minutes later you got to be in a situation where you are making life or death decisions for children.
0: Nah, nah, dog, no. you can't do you can't it. Can't do it. It's a fail. It's I mean just just all that it that it encompasses to put that in the hand of a teacher, I just think it's a fail. Especially you got videos out here, Bama's wrecking the teachers and you know, it just, you. I could just see it now, a teacher feeling feeling helpless in a situation. You know what I'm saying? Where the kid just was like, man, I ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, you're not doing, I'm tired of you uh, talking that way, Jermaine. And then just pulled a hammer from behind her desk and just pointed out at the kid like in the middle of the classroom. We, we heard the story the other day with a dude, I guess he shot a gun in a classroom or something like that. What? And went through
1: the window and stuff. I've been in a classroom where my man pulled a knife oh, on the teacher though. Can you if the, the Bama ended up getting expelled, but that was the worst of it. Can you imagine if the teacher had a gun? And the Bama pulls the knife out, the teacher just bucked the dude, like, you know what I mean? It just, for me, it, it's just a measure that they don't need in the classroom. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of people,
0: you know, on either side of the whole, whole thought process. And, and I just think it's just a bad idea. Like, there's so many things that make this problematic that I don't know how someone can't have the foresight to be like, this is a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? If anything, y'all should be mad. I mean, I know the Florida thing happened, you know, and that that was a tragedy. But there were policemen there, and these badmins badmins bomb out. So you go going to put a... <laughs>
1: Just <laughs> like my previous it advice. It's always in theory with these people, dog. They have no experience in real life situations and life or death situations. Everything is in theory. And they'll regurgitate anything that their side of the table has to say. Like they you see them online acting all big and bad out there hunting squirrels with them rifles. It's all fun and games until what you shooting at is shooting back. Oh no,
0: yeah.
1: It's a different game. <laughs> hold on, hold
0: on. It is a different game. And I actually was listening to the radio, which I rarely do, rarely, uh, today. And it wasn't any of the local stations, but the one up Baltimore. And they had, like, this guy, I guess he was, like, a police officer or whatever. Yeah. And he was just trying to explain why he thought that that was a good idea. And he used his vantage point to, like, try to substantiate having guns in school. And I just, like, though He was like, I mean, I was a police officer 25 years. I carried a gun every day. And, like, I never fear. I'm like, oh, you are one who was in that field, like these teachers is not built for that. Yo, heck, some of these security guards in the mall ain't built for that. So what you mean? And they they signed a piece of paper saying, yes, I want to be security at the mall. And here they, you know what I'm saying? Stuff get to popping off, they scrambling and rambling. So I, I right, just- you already know. I, I just don't know why someone would think that that would be the best source of solution. I know that people don't want to, you know, go to the other extreme and get rid of the guns and stuff like that. I think there should be some regulations around the guns. I think you should have some age age regulations around guns and stuff like that. You know, I think that...
1: Think about what you said. we talking about arming teachers and then you said getting rid of guns is the extreme. Just think about that, though. Let that set in. The extreme no, I, is getting rid of guns, though.
0: The, I mean, I'm not saying that it's an extreme for me. I'm saying it's an extreme
1: for nah. the political... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, though. But that's the consensus in America, though. That that's the extreme.
0: Yeah. Nah. You you're right. That's sad. That's sad we there. Because nobody want to get rid of guns. They want gun-busting into the end. So I, I just... Yeah. Is we, we were talking uh, the other day. I was, I was in a youth group. And we were talking about just, like, how social media... It it has changed bullying. You know what I'm saying? You think about like how bullying used to be, bama just joning on you. Oh, you old big head, you old snap crackling pop head. Like you know what I'm saying? Just just regular joning. Now it's extended because now you know kids get bullied and ridiculed. Like it's all over the internet, and it's just it's just a different monster. I just wonder how for the young people, even young people that that listen to the show or whatever, it's like, oh, how do you how do you prevent these things from happening, yung? You know what I'm saying? I mean, bullying? Talking yeah. to people. Yeah, bullying. Bama's going off the handle like cuz.
1: Oh, free will is a gift and a curse. It's nothing you can do to make somebody raise their children better than they feel like raising them. And at least half the population has no interest in raising kids. They feel like long as the roof over the kids' heads and as long as the kids are fed and have clothes on to go to school, they've done their job. There's nothing you can do about that, dog. For all these problematic kids, it's nothing you can do.
0: Oh man, I mean our country is in is in shambles dog. Every every day every day uh Trump lose a new person in the cabinet, young. That jump Have we ever had had this much uh change over in the White House like this?
1: Not this fast. I mean, I can't recall it, but we are also in a new age. Um I think we've only had two presidents in the social media age, so even people that would want to pretend to know, you you wouldn't really know because this the way this information circulates now.
0: It's, it's crazy, dog. It's crazy. Every day is something new. I mean, but this is probably the first time ever in my lifetime that I've actually every day that I've like listened to NPR or, or looked at the newspaper, Trump's name is mentioned every single day.
1: He cannot win with him.
0: There hasn't been one day can't do it. that I haven't seen name That's and, a name mentioned in the headline. Like one, like not one day. That's crazy, dog. And then you got Putin over there talking reckless, talking about he got new nuclear weapons and all like that.
1: Did you see this? the joint I just sent you? Where the it Bama put up a simulation of missiles hitting Florida?
0: No, dog. Get out of town. Oh, he's out of you serious?
1: Don't. Don't he's out out of I town. hope the world can
0: see now what's really going on out here. Because it's, it's, it's getting crazy, ridiculous. Dog. It's really ridiculous. It's, it's, it's getting out of hand, y'all. Yeah. Before I get too depressed let me go ahead and get on to some, some sports we're not we're gonna stay off the wizards because that'll continue the depression on so we're gonna we're gonna follow that up later combine is in full effect yeah uh how vicious though i looked at saquon barkley's tape though yeah this batman is a faster david johnson though like i really think his game like to me like if I had to like compare and do comparisons, because we're gonna get into the like real. And I trust me, like this is just the preliminary like scouting reports on these on some of these players. But you know we you know we watch film. We're gonna go into the whole like I gotta see the games. Like you just can't watch the highlights because the highlights will just only tell one side of the story. You gotta watch the games to see you know how he handles blocking and all like that. But just from the preliminaries, though, this Bama is a problem
1: all right i think i'm
0: number one him Barkley. Oh, he you know I, to be honest i mean the other day when you was talking about it you were saying he was a safe pick safe bet like i was with you for sure but I, when i had i had to see it for my own eyes dog and like this this dude is special dog he's special and like i mean you know, I'm looking at his table, I'm looking at his cuts, I'm looking at like how he catch out the backfield, I'm looking at how he has breakaway speed, like how he can get away from people. I'm looking at how he can take his and then he goes in the combine and then he lifts 29 reps. 29 though, at
1: running back. It's some old lineman
0: that at running 29. back. It's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. This Batman's topping off at at, at 24 and 23. Right. And in at linebacker positions in different positions. This Bama at 29. Uh, you know, shout out to the to the Redskin. Uh Samaji Piran last year had 30 reps, you know, but he, to me, he did he didn't he doesn't have nearly as like the the uh like the talent level and the abilities that Saquon Barkley has. Though this Bama is vicious, though. Like he,
1: he's more transcendent t- than any of those quarterbacks that you would take at number one. He's gonna help your franchise right away, especially if you have a half decent um, offensive line. So if I'm the Browns and I have a number four pick to go back and get a quarterback or to even trade or do something else with, I'm taking them number one. Because that's a pick you can't mess up if you're the Browns. Like they're not gonna look back in three years and be like, oh, all they got was Saquon Barkley and they could, you know what I mean? That's not gonna happen.
0: Perfect. And the thing is, you gotta pick him, like no matter what team you are though, they got another pick. Dog, they had—the Browns botched this, then they, on, they ain't trying to win, dog. Because, I mean, for me, like, when you think about, like, the safest pick and what you can, like— it takes so much pressure off whoever you got playing quarterback. It takes the pressure off when you got a running back with that skill level. You know what I'm saying? They talking about Kirk Cousins going over to Arizona and stuff. You know because of david johnson being there and like how that takes so much pressure off for the quarterback to have to do everything when you got a running back that can that can take care of two-thirds of the, of the the workload though and to me he's an every down back yeah saquon barkley has hands yeah this man got he's shifty yeah. he got moves yeah. he got
1: speed
0: yeah like you know what i'm saying but it's kind of crazy because his his breakaway speed it don't even look breakaway like when you look at it. I'm like, how's this bama getting away? Because he doesn't look like he's running that fast, but he Separated get loose. Time, yeah. He separate, dog. He separates, and, and uh, you know, I I mean, I think when you look at what he brings to the table, you almost got to make that move, dog. You get him, and then if you need a quarterback that bad, then you turn around and you get one. You know what I'm saying at that four spot, but. He's he's a he's a game changer, like when the Cowboys got Ezekiel Elliott, and that was a game changer. To me, Saquon Barkley is a game changer. Now he's the pick of running
1: like, back number one came out. He's better, like to me, head and shoulders better than Elliott
0: when playing. What? And that's saying a lot. Elliott came on, and don't get it twisted. That offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys was a, a catalyst to his success, but he definitely was a was an impact player. And we saw like how that did. You know, they they started to decline without Ezekiel Elliott in their lineup, dog. So, you know, to say that he's better than Ezekiel Elliott coming out now say, says a lot. Ezekiel Elliott, what he went, fourth that year the the Cowboys got him? Yeah. So I mean, Saquon Barkley is I mean, you can say he's better. And 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 I just think when you picking that top that 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 at that juncture of the the draft that high. Like, you can't be wrong, dog. I mean, Hugh, Hugh, if you want a job, bruh, you can't get it wrong, dog. And I feel like, from my eye test so far, that Bama's the real deal. And he's well-spoken. If that matters to you, too, like, I, I think he, you know what I'm saying? He looks to have a good head on his shoulders. I mean, if that matters to you. But that aside... The field, <laughs> yeah, he 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 right, he right. Um, looking at, I mean, they did the measurements for the for the quarterbacks and stuff like that. Who cares? Uh, Sam Darnold. I mean, I've started looking at his tape or whatever, and to me, like his ceiling is is Ryan Fitzpatrick. You a bum? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I look at it. And look at what his abilities are and how he's throwing the football. You know, I, I think his ceiling is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, his floor, I don't know. He could be out the league in three years. That's everybody's floor, I guess. Um, but you, you you started your evaluations on the quarterbacks yet?
1: Yeah, somewhat. I mean, I haven't seen as much as I'm going to see by the time we get to the quarterbacks in a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, I usually watch the games during the year and then go back and cycle back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like in the next two weeks, we'll probably uh we're gonna have like just the breakdowns of the different positions as we like close in on the draft. We'll go through the different positions, quarterbacks, like you know, and, and basically talk through who we we think should be in those those conversations for those those draft picks, and you know who the other people have that need to be. off their draft boards, and then people who need to be on draft boards. So we'll we'll probably start with the. Uh, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers and stuff. So I wa- I watched. Um, uh, uh, I-, I started to look at some of the tape on the wide receivers and uh, well, Sutton. Oh, what's Sutton is vicious. Yo, to me, and this is just preliminary. So you know, y'all know I do be sizing. All the fans know I size. <laughs> That's what I do, but. When I'm not scissing and I'm keeping it 100, I'm 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 I think this dude is like a young Larry Fitzgerald, though. Like we'll see. I
1: think he's faster
0: than Larry coming out. I, I I mean, I think he has more explosiveness than than Larry coming out. But what I'm talking about, when I say Larry Fitzgerald, I'm talking about like that reliability factor. Like where you can just rely on a bad man to make the catch, use his hands. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he not gonna be bobbling the ball and you know and trying to do extra stuff he got hands he can he can control his body very well you know what i'm saying and that's what you want and and to me he's not really a flashy receiver but he can make spectacular plays but that's not like he's not like like i don't feel like he's trying to do that purposely like he's like oh i need to make this catch let me like extend my body like this and just do this or let me catch the ball like this you know because he got a couple one-handed catches whatever but like I just think the Bama's just reliable, dog. Like it's just <laughs> he just looked reliable. Like he's a safety net, and you know, I I think that you know when you're looking at wide receivers and I, you know, people are you know iffy on drafting wide receivers and how high. And I'm really not. I haven't really decided where he should be in that conversation yet. But I'm just saying, like from the eye test, what I'm saying, the Bama is nice. He's nice for sure. Um. Who you looked at, all huh? right? from receivers? Yeah, or not, just just overall, like, you know what I'm saying? You looking at in this combine, you think you try to raise their stock. Um, you know, anybody, I mean, I know I know who your quarterback
1: is. You're, you're, well, I you're, think you're Mayfield is gonna be better. Well not it's gonna be better. Um, is a better prospect than Darnold and potentially Rosen. I think he's the most ready for a prototypical offense year one. And he's getting, I feel like, dropped because of his size. He's about six feet tall. And the fact that he has a quote-unquote off-the-field issue, like his temperament and demeanor doesn't align with a lot of what they like. But uh, as far as a production standpoint, accuracy, and just flat-out throwing the ball, I think Baker Mayfield um, is the guy I would take if I was hamstrung when taking a quarterback in the first round.
0: Yeah, these, these, these quarterbacks, none of them really jump off the paper. I mean, Josh Rosen, to me, this is me. Y'all y'all probably give me once we get into a more, you know, because whatever I say is gonna be polarized. Bama's gonna be bringing it up two, three years down the line. Be like, young, you called that Bama, uh, oh, surgeon so surgeon, You said like so, this just, just chill. I, I'm just these are the preliminaries, but uh, like I, I think he has a little bit of Matt Ryan in him, like and and. Like how he plays, how he throws, you know. I'm talking about Josh Rosen, not Josh Allen. Josh Allen got Ryan Leaf no! in him, you know. So no! there's two Joshes. Allen trash. No, trash Rosen me, got a little bit of potential in my 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 mind, just from my evaluation so far. Um, still gotta look at tapes, you know. Make sure he's not a back foot bandit, because you know how the quarterbacks may be thrown off their back foot when the pressure gets on. So. You know, I'm just trying, trying to look. But dog, uh, what you, what do you, what you, are your thoughts on um, Bradley Chubb? You, 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 the uh, the DN. You saying it, yet? No, I
1: haven't seen a lot of him yet.
0: Dog, I, dog, I don't like. To me, he don't. I don't know how does Bama be getting all these sacks, dog. And it just seems like that's him. You know what I'm saying? Like he just has a knack for getting to the quarterback. But I mean, when you look at him, like he doesn't really, like, to me, he don't, like, super stand out until he's on the field and he's playing. Then it's like, oh, but he's a cooker. And that's all you can say. He's just a cooker.
1: A lot of times, have you know. had those kind of guys, then the Josh Allens, who they say, oh, he has the strongest arm I've ever seen. He's going to throw at 90 yards at his pro day, and this, this, and that all of a sudden. But when the game is on, this man's throwing for 150 yards and one touchdown, two or three interceptions
0: fail yeah, fail completely um oh did you hear any r- reports about uh um Sewell Cravens young yeah? what's going on with Sewell Cravens is he coming back to the Skins uh,
1: uh. yeah they reinstated him but they're trying to trade him to the Broncos so we'll see um with those idiots over at Ashburn will end up getting back for him probably close to nothing a fifth round pick or something they're
0: right now working out a trade to the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, though, are they trying to trade Josh Norman too? Uh,
1: Drop in has said he heard that the Patriots were trying to trade it for Norman. Um, but I haven't uh, heard or seen anything.
0: Yeah, nah. So, I mean, only other news is that the Vikings are, are really going after Kirk Cousins. And uh, a report came out, uh, the coach for the Vikings basically said that you can't get that wrong like if he gets the quarterback wrong for that team then he's fired so i'm glad that he understands that and he's aware that that's the that's the case cuz if you pay Kirk Cousins all this money and y'all go 9 and 7 or 8 and 8 it's a rap city in the basement you can go ahead and pack your bags bro go come on go all to cuba with me on vacation cuz
1: their window is one year yeah. if they pay a Kirk cuz the money is going to require to get him in there. They have uh, five defensive players next year that's going to be up for a contract up for free agency. So if you don't end up winning it all this year by signing Kirk, then there's going to be some major changes the year after that. So what's that, 2019? Yeah, for sure, major changes,
0: major changes. Um, cool. Like, I mean, on a free agency market, you know, I know Drew Brees could possibly be out there. Um, you got your boy, Case Keenum. I mean, who, who are you going after if you're a team and you need a quarterback?
1: What kind of team are we talking about? Give me a team, for example, because like, if you're close. close, like if you're really close, like the Vikings or the Jaguars, even though they signed Bortles, uh, I'll even throw the Broncos in there because I think they want to maybe close. Um, I'm not going and spending $30 million on the quarterback unless it's Drew Brees. Nah, Bob. Somebody who's done it. Um, Other than that, then i am probably going to look at a Teddy Bridgewater or a Case Keenum. um, Maybe see if I can get a Nick Foles or somebody of that. Like, I'm not going and maxing out on a quarterback when I've already proven that I can be close um, with a bum quarterback and just a, a round roster. It just doesn't make sense to me because you hamstring yourself after. I haven't seen a quarterback other than Brady, other than Peyton Manning win it after they got paid they usually win in that window when you got them for cheap uh, you got a a roster that's built with a lot of talent because you have a quarterback for cheap once you pay the quarterback, look at Flacco look at Russell Wilson, even though he should have won that Super Bowl where they didn't run the ball on the one um, it just makes it a lot harder for those teams to be successful once they pay the quarterback if it's not a quarterback that's one of those carry the team on my back type players
0: all know in this market, curse nothing not that Nah, that's that's facts. That's facts. Uh, though. So last last week we talked about the uh, the NCAA violations, and we were talking about the the schools. Though, and and so I, you know, of course, people listening to the show, shout out to my man Chris. So he he was agreeing with us when we were talking about paying the players, but then he brought up a point I I kind of overlooked, and I don't think we really discussed. But he talked about the the salary scale would be complicated to get the salary scale managed for all the players.
1: Yeah. Like
0: how how would they how would they be able to do that? Like you know what I'm saying?
1: I mean that's one hundred percent true. But that doesn't you know, that's to, not a good enough reason to lock Bama's out of the money altogether.
0: That that's true. That's true. Because you because you know if Bama start holding out college sports, oh they can never they can't have that though. Bama saying I'm not playing. One game nah, lets you up the ante, especially if, like you, the highest touted, like so, you know, college athlete. You just gonna keep driving a number up, like, nah, I ain't going over there until until they get till you get to the ceiling. We'll give you five million, we'll give you six, we'll give you
1: seven. So, what they what I always envision happening once players started getting paid is schools like Alabama, Ohio State, uh, what used to be Michigan, who else is called Georgia, those kind of teams. They need to be separate from the rest of the teams in some type of division or uh, paid sco- like scholarship squad of teams. That's not what, like, it doesn't make sense when Alabama's playing Southern Texas during the year, beating them by 60 points. Like, we don't even need to see that. Just because they're paying the actual school, you know what I mean, to play them and pad their record with a win or like a tune-up game. It needs to be a separate division. It needs to be slotted salaries, the same way there is with the rookie scale where all of those players in that segment would make the same amount. So a starting quarterback would make a certain amount or not, I guess make a certain amount and the receipt, you know what I mean? Everything's slotted in a way that it would all even out because all of the best players who are the ones who are going to end up getting paid would be in those positions. And you can still maintain that image of student athletes in other places. Um, I'm not sure if you can pay people that, you know what I mean? Like Bowie state versus you know what I mean? Somewhere like Maryland. I don't think it's all the same. So it just needs to be something separate for them to figure out on a much smaller oh, so, scale.
0: So so this is the thing. It's so many nuances to just tackling this issue. You know what I'm saying? It will basically take the whole collective body to like come, come together. I mean, and really like hash through like what that would look like, you know? And I think that the longer they prolong it, it's just, you know, the unrest, you know, my wife, uh, last night, she she got it, we got the little March Madness young, and she was just like, I don't wanna participate. Like, I don't wanna be, like, I don't wanna do March Madness shit. And I'm just like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just starting to, of the money, like, I, the money. I'm starting to feel, not, yeah, cause it's just like, they just, slavery. basically just, uh yeah, dog, they're just slaving the kids out, dog. And, and like, you know, I, I think, you know it, they call it cognitive dissonance is where you just try to like separate the whole like you know the the injustice from what's actually happening or the abuse from yeah. the, the reality of the th- different things and you know it, it's just a dog di- oh, it's different because it's in football too dog what they did the cabinet cruddy you know and i mean i'm sure it's happening in the jobs too don't get it twisted but you know for these kids to not be compensated at all like yes there's disparity at, like, different, you know, professional levels of sports where they're just making a killing and, you know, they're paying, but I feel like at least they're being paid to some degree. In college sports, primarily NCAA, they're making, like, hand over fist. You know what I'm saying? And these kids are struggling. You know what it it's like, the Roman noodles every night. You eating eating ramen noodles and, 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 you know, barely. And then if you don't don't go don't put your jersey on eBay. Don't put no old Nike, you know what I'm saying, Air Maxes on eBay and, and play on a football team with a basketball team. You know what I'm saying? They shooting the air, bow and arrow at you. You know what I'm saying? Right at your wig. It, it's just,
1: it's just it, It's designed to be this way though, Errol. we can't act like this is an accident. It's designed to be this way. That's right. You already know.
0: Uh, I just don't know where like, where, where I just like, way to draw the line, dog. Like, I'm just so conflicted. Because I love basketball. And I love to see these young Bama's cook. And, like, you know, uh, when James Harden hit that Bama with a step back. I mean, that's the pros. But still, like, when you hit him with a step back and the Bama just hit the Kumite split from from Bloodsport, it, like, you know what I'm saying, off the crossover, it, I like, I enjoy seeing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the cross move, Bama get dunked on and... All of that, and especially like to see young dudes do it, it's just so exhilarating and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like these bamas, the the coaches, NCAA's, the you know the ads, they collecting the check for that entertainment and TV contracts and all that. You know what I'm saying? This is like, come on, man! It they know what is right, and and, and somebody needs to step up and do it, you know? That's why I, I kind of applaud people like LeVar Ball, even though that Bama's, you know, it kind of crazy and off the hinges a little bit. But still, like, the vision to, like, paying the players and stuff like that. I, I haven't heard nothing out of LeVar Ball in a couple weeks, though, young. Is he all right? They got this man locked up or something? Are they still over in
1: Lithuania? That might be why. Yeah.
0: I don't know, dog, but he, I, I think he really trying to take over that Lithuanian league so that he can use that as, like, that would be genius if he could use the Lithuania league as like his developmental league grounds and then pay the players from that zone because, you know, what I'm saying it's kind of already established. You don't got to start from scratch with building a league because it's already an established league and just funnel in high school players into that league. That that would be the move. The big ball that away. That would be the I move. Ball control. But,
1: you know, but the solution is even... definitely going to come from the bottom. It's not going to come from the top where the money's going. Nobody ever in life says, oh, this is wrong and just decides to let me give this money to somebody else. There's going to have to be some competition from another league, like you saying. Somebody's going to have to have a good idea that actually starts stealing some of these top guys from the schools and getting them to come play over there. And if somebody's going to get drafted highly and they'll see that it'll end up working, then you'll see more players start to shift and be like, I don't know if I'm going to Duke. or I don't know if I'm going to North Carolina. Let me go over here. Then all of a sudden you'll see them retroactively, you know what I mean? Trying to scramble, okay, well, we'll give you the, that's how it's gonna work. That's how it always works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder how how open, because you know, if, if if LeVar is able to 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 establish the league in such a way where they can like offer somebody a fifty thousand dollar contract or you know what I'm saying? Like almost like that's
1: <laughs> they're getting a hundred thousand where they are. It's gonna to have to be oh, on the right. bigger
0: scale in that, though. Yeah. So what what's the starting what's the starting number at? What is, what is
1: the starting number? Got A hundred k. Top guys. Let's say we talk about the top, the best recruit to come out one year ends up in the league.
0: Those top top fi- top awesome. fifty recruits. The the number fifty guys getting paid what? And the top fifty recruits coming out of high school the into. Number
1: 50 guy probably get a hundred thousand. The top guy. Okay. I'm gonna say it's gonna be at a million or more. And he'll be worth that to whatever league he ends up in. Especially if it ends up with a television contract. So, okay. we talking big. I mean, it sounds like a lot of money to people who work in nine to five, but it's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about the scale. Six billion dollars, right? Okay.
0: Six billion dollars. One million is not even. That's 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 a, a meal from Chick Fil A, so, they got that.
1: <laughs> they got that. Ha- yeah. It don't have to be something super crazy where like some. You get a, a head coach that used to be an AAU coach, and like he was the AAU coach for the top guy fifteen or oh, ten years ago, and now coming back around, he's you know what I mean. He's working for the league. He says, "Hey, we can get you a million, two million dollars, and I guarantee you'll still get into the league. You still have those relationships. It'll have to be something like weird like that to kick it off, but once they see that this, it works, go
0: ahead. let me ask this question: How far does it go? Does it go down then to the to AAU and that circuit? Like for, the, for the paying their players. Like, I mean, like, where does it end? Like, next thing you know, you're gonna have Little League, at getting paid 25,
1: 50. We always beating our chest, talking about capitalist society, that, like a free enterprise in America. As long as it generates income, generates revenue, the people who are generating the money should get a part of the pot. Yeah. So if Little League, is making money, you know what I mean? People paying to come see Little League and that joint making a million dollars. I'm not saying you can't pay a five or six year old kid, but there has to be, you know what I mean, some type of fairness somewhere in there. You can't just monopolize off of people because they're not in an advantageous place where they have the lawyers or the wherewithal to demand what they, you know what I mean, what they deserve. Yeah, you're right,
0: though. Especially if it's based on entertainment value.
1: Yeah. Right. And right yeah, and right ain't, it's wrong is wrong, dog. That doesn't change with time. Like society's mindset might change how they view things, and like people, like perception of things will change. But right and wrong never ever changes, though. It's all right and wrong been right and wrong yes, since man, the beginning. This, of the time. this is ridiculous, man!
0: Ridiculous. Uh, I wanted some basketball. Uh, you know, I did get hyped. I did get hyped. I'm not even gonna lie. I got hyped. I got a little bit too high too soon. Uh, Golden State brought them yeah. back down to earth. They, uh, though, when they played Golden State, you could just tell like the execution was just much right. you better than the Wizards. Like how they were just running and cut, like for the first, whole first half, it was just like all these open layups though. And like they just make the extra pass. They just make the right pass. You know, I, I just, I mean, it was a clinic. They put on a clinic. And it just really showed the deficiencies that the Wizards have. Um, it showed yeah, why oh, they need- even...
1: That can get his own shot. And you could see the Warriors were like hedging everybody towards Bill the first half. He didn't get one point in the first half though. And they were making somebody else beat them. Auto went off, but everybody else was looking around, looking stuck.
0: Yeah. Tatarasky, that Bama came back down to earth. He looked regular, pedestrian. Yeah, it, it just—it was another level of basketball. I mean, and I get it. They got Durant, Steph, Clay, Draymond. Like, you know, what I'm saying these Batman's is ringers. And surprisingly, Javale McGee started last night. I don't know if that was just despite the Wizards or is Zaza <laughs> in fun. trouble or something, or. They
1: bring, they bring yeah, so I, yeah, so I mean,
0: though, they just—they just look. Like, Kevin Durant looked home like he was home for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was up Berry Farm somewhere playing basketball, like how he was cooked. It just, it was just a different level of basketball, at least from my watching to be able to see that they're at a higher clip. Just the sets they were running, how clean they look. You know, I wish they had some opportunities, but they just couldn't sustain it. They they clearly were outmatched uh, from a talent, talent talent-wise. And, you know, That's just how it goes, dog. And and I mean, you're right. I I definitely have to take back everything I said. That that, that game showed me that the Wizards need, you need superstars, dog. And you need higher level talent. Even though I don't believe that the outcome would have been different with Wall, I think they still would have lost. But I do believe that, you know, because of John Wall being a higher caliber type player, that that the... Golden State would have had to play them differently. They would have had to play them differently. Last night, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You, you caught it, Aaron. They, they, uh, they hedged the uh, defenders. They, they, they put Bill in a position where he had to go one-on-one and, you know, forced them into bad shots. This man was taking bad shots. I'm like, dog, why are you taking that shot, though? Why? And it's because, like, he felt the responsibility of carrying the team, scoring, and the way they were playing defense, I mean, Golden State really gave a formula to, you know, other teams that they play, like, how to defend the Wizards, you know? So, uh, but uh, jump was crazy,
1: you huh? know? It, 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 it was crazy. One of the things I'm starting to notice that's starting to frustrate me a little bit is Kelly Oubre is jump shot thirsty, though. Like, especially if he makes the first one, he just, like, keeps taking these jump shots where I feel like he's one of the people who can get to the basket on the team, like create his own shot towards the basket. And sometimes he just chooses not to do it, especially if the first like one or two jump shots end up fall. He's not a shooter. He's not, a guy that can shoot, but you're not a shooter.
0: Yeah, he he definitely is 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 is, is swaggy peeing himself um, to the bench in my mind. I mean, at this point, it's really he he has to play, and you want him to be confident. You want him to feel. Like you know, he has the ability to take shots, and but yeah, you're right. He, he's taking a lot of elevated shots. Um, you know, I, I do like his aggressiveness. I do like it. I, I'm not really gonna lie. I mean, we we wanted Auto to be more aggressive, and I feel like you know, Ubre's taking on a more aggressive stance. But you can tell that he has ulterior motives. Maybe he's trying to get a max contract, or it just looks like he's he, he's heisting that's what it just looks like pressing he's heisting yeah. yeah he's pressing on offense he's shooting shot I mean there's a couple shots he shot um uh, you know that I was like uh like that's not a good shot and if he makes it, it is like everybody's happy but if he misses it's like you oh you would, it was a contested shot like you didn't have to do that just swing the ball again you know uh you know with that wall i feel like they move the ball around a lot but i feel like he's starting to be that black hole uh on the team uh, and you know how i feel about black holes dog. i, I don't i like basketball to be played the right way i want them like them heist box i used to be a heist myself but i convert like i you know i had some good tutelage and they told me dog stop heisting the ball and like you know what i'm saying pass that thing you know so you mature you know, when I was young, you know, I could score and everything like that. You get a little mature, you mature, your game matures. He lying. <sighs> He's lying, oh. he lying. Oh my God. And now I hate heisters, like, because I know how bad of it is to like the Florida game. You know what I'm saying? Unless, unless you just a certified cooker, like James Harden can heist. Right. Which he does heist. But Abba. the Batman's a certified cooker. He's like he, he can heist. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's, on a different, he's on a different level. But like, unless you that nice, you can't be heisting. Like, it's only like a few Batman's in the league that really can heist in my book. So, of course, LeBron, James Harden can heist, Steph Curry can heist. You know, um Maybe. Durant can heist. That's it. <laughs> Russ can heist. That's it. I seen the other night, Russ. This Bama got a, like, they got a steal on a fast break. Dog, it was five players on defense waiting for him. Like, they were just all on defense waiting for him. This Bama, no, the Bama dribbled and, like, in and out, in and out. His team didn't even come down on the break. Like, it was, like, a, on a steal, dog. And he just in and out, in and out. And then Bama just drove to the lane on five dudes and scored. I was like, dog, this is ridiculous. Like, if I'm a coach and I saw that, I'm playing the tape. And I'm like, don't, like I'm kirkin, dog. I'm like, you did not let one Bama score on five people. You did not do that. I don't care who it is, dog. It could be uh, Shogun out that zone. You cannot let one Bama score on five people under no circumstances. And that's what I'm saying. It's only like five, six Bama's in the league that's allowed to heist. Uh, I'll tell you who else can, can heist. But he doesn't heist. Anthony Davis can heist. Go oh, ahead, yeah. dog. You can heist, dog. This Bama, is, listen, if he if he was, like, not injury-prone to the level he's injury-prone, though this Batman is, he's as good as LeBron in my eyes, though. Because he can do
1: everything. Bro, what are you talking about, man? No, nah, nah. it just— dog. He's great. No, I'm with you. He's great. But he's, people don't— We won't appreciate how good LeBron is until he's retired and we end up with whatever's left in the league. No, LeBron nah. is, though— he does everything, everything
0: for real, though. Oh, like, Anthony Davis, end- dog, but forty-four, they won fifteen,
1: yet. fifteen, Those five. Empty numbers until he ends no, up. They, uh, no, they The came he, in the league and impacted winning right away.
0: That's true. That's true. Nah, I mean the impact of LeBron is amazing. Don't. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from a talent standpoint, oh, dog. Yeah, the Bamas Tim bad. Duncan with 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 jumpers at every part of the floor, like he. The Batman's unstoppable, literally unstoppable, dog. Like, and I, they're like a fourth or fifth seed in the, in the in the West right now, like right above the Spurs. And I, I get you, you gotta win, but part of that is him being healthy. But talent-wise, this Batman is special, dog.
1: They're gonna need to He's get him special. to a major market before LeBron ends up out the league. They gotta get him in a major market so people can they actually have to, see. Yeah, Lee, a lot dog. Of Stern, don't get to see him, dog. Yeah,
0: you're right. They don't get to see him, dawg. They just see the stat line and be like, yeah, all right, the Batman had fifty and fifteen and twelve and eight blocks. Like what? Like, no what problem. do you do, dawg? Yeah, no help, dog, But yeah, but like if you watch the games, he's not even heisting. The Batman's like really playing within it. The... they just give him the ball cause they know the Batman can do it. Yeah, it's like open gym.
1: Yeah, got you play a that cook and you give it to him every possession. Cause I feel like the coaches in the league try to outsmart themselves sometimes and they're like, oh, let's get him the ball and him the ball, mix it up. They go straight to Anthony Davis, like every possession almost if they can. Yeah. He touches no, it on every is,
0: possession. Look, if I'm the coach, he gonna touch it on every possession. Right. I, like, I'm the coach too, dog. Cause the Bama's, he's a short, sure, like your percentage of, of getting buckets. And then when teams like extend and try to double team, he just pass it. Like he don't, he don't thirst for shots, even though the Bama needs to be taken. Like he could very well take every shot for that team and nobody would complain or say anything. But like when, when Demarcus Cousins was there and they was playing together, like he wasn't thirsty for shots. Demarcus Cousins' stat line was actually better than his. But when DeMarcus left, the bat was like, young, like I can do it too. Like, okay, ride, ride my back. Like, I got y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a he's definitely a, a superstar. If he can just stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? The sky's the limit for uh, Anthony Davis, though. I just think he don't get enough props. I think people look at a lot of the players, don't get it twisted. Young, uh, Westbrook vicious. Harden vicious, I mean, out of this world vicious, but dog Anthony Davis is in that, that realm of discussion too. But his game ain't got the flash that Harden and Westbrook got like Harden, like you know, his step back, stare at the batman five seven, then cash out. Like Anthony Davis, not doing that, like he might dunk on a bat more, hit a bat more to
1: step back, and then you know, it don't even make sports center when he yeah. do it. So, and to add to your point about him not winning, one of his disadvantages is he plays in the front court. So, he doesn't dominate the ball as much as these other guys do. So, he doesn't have the ball in his hand deciding, you know what I mean, when he takes his shots, who gets the ball, and a lot of these big moments. It's up to the guards, you know what I mean, to get him the ball. James Harden, Westbrook, a lot of these other guys, they can bring the ball across half court, and therefore they have a lot more control over what goes on over the uh, the course of a game.
0: For sure, for sure. Oh, man okay uh let me do my shout outs uh starting with sports reality uh shout out to them Sh- shout out to ben and those best last week on the podcast i forgot to shout them out and like you know the thing is we got might got some some people who like hockey want to listen to hockey go check them out you yeah? because they talking to hockey kicking it with with g man they talking to soccer you know we don't you know we don't have all the we don't talk all the sports here but we we got the people who do uh Check out Oz and Boone. I didn't shout them out last week. These 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 are podcasts that I rock with heavy and we 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 support. So check out Oz and Boone. Um check out uh uh Working Title Podcast, check out uh Where's Buffy with Dale, Earl, Kendall, you know what I'm saying? Those dudes crazy. Check them out. Uh and check out Sports Talk Tasha uh, with BSO. Just you know, follow these people on IG, find them. And of course. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Lance J Radio and, and, and his whole whole ESPN Philadelphia Check them out too uh, And of course Check us out man You know what I'm saying, follow us Subscribe, go to OSS On IG, if you put in BLK Sports 980 you'll find us too We everywhere, just go check out the, the uh, Our TV uh, OSS TV Station on YouTube you know, um, just follow us, yeah, and subscribe, share the content if you like it, if you rock with us, and we out. Shut
1: was- up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me, how does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked
0: about- Let me speak, how does that do feel? That. How does that Should- feel?
1: Do-